Son, people out there in TV land, welcome to the official DLC Guys podcast show. I am your host, Matt Bailey, along with my two equal but totes press co-hosts, Cody Barrett. Not my goodies. And Mr. Xander Todd. Oh, yeah. And we are coming at you live from the DF Dub for episode number two, circuit July 10th, 2017. Gentlemen, how we doing today? Yeah. Doing good, doing good. All right. Can y'all say any more than that? No. It's a beautiful... <laughs> I don't know what Having a good day yeah. with some good friends. Well, yeah. um, I'm all right with that. That's all we hear. We are the DLC guys, and we are just friends that came together, decided to talk about video games, and do a podcast. And we are here for your listening enjoyment. So we appreciate you listening. Thank you. Thanks. We appreciate the likes. And uh, gentlemen, what what is the news that we have this week? Do we have any up, up? Did anything interesting happen this week? As far as games, I didn't see anything. Yeah, this week. But this he, week was kind of. But Cody, what what's coming out this week? Man, honestly, I don't think there's anything I'm getting that's coming out this week. I'll run down the list real quick, and we can talk about anything that stands out to you guys. Um, Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age, PS4 exclusive. Uh, Minecraft well, story modes. Real quick, I got a question about that. Like, okay, the Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy twelve. Like, that's a game that came out like a few years ago, right? Uh, I, or maybe like last year or something. No, it was like a twelve was a long time ago. Yes. Okay, well then, what's the one that I keep seeing at E three? Like the past two years, they keep making like fifteen small... and um, fifteen is the one that they just came out with this year. Are they or making like sixteen in two thousand sixteen? Are they making like little mini games for it? Is that what's going I think on? It's like, like DLC like the, for the really stupid fishing thing. That and it was just so stupid. I don't even know. Like, yeah, I don't know what that is. I can't so keep I up with how they name games. I just really chalk that up to me being foolish. Yeah, I don't. I don't stay on top of them anymore. Uh, Minecraft Story Mode Season Two, Episode One. Uh, that's PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, we've got MotoGP Seventeen, PS4, Fable Fortune, uh, Xbox One, PC. The Bellows for PSVR. Black the Fall for PC, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, then we have D Day, or excuse me, Day D Tower Rush for PS4. Derelict Fleet, also PS4. Echoes of the Fae, The Fox's Trail, PS4. Fantastic Contraption, uh, that's a PSVR. Hunting Simulator for PS4. Iron Cryptical, mm. PC, PC, or excuse me, PC, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, Leap of Fate for the PS4. Mr. Pumpkin Adventure for the Vita. I'm looking forward wow. to it. I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I need that. Mr. Pumpkin Adventure, that's that's. That's genius. That should have came out in October. Then we have the uh, right the Nintendo Switch game. Well, Nintendo Switch and PC, uh, Mr. Shifty. That's coming to PS4 this month. Okay. Serial uh, Cleaner Shifty. for uh, PS4, Xbox, and PC. Then we have Transport Giant for PS4, Warlocks and Shadows, PS4, and Yama Yama PS4. A uh, couple more games here. For PC, we have The End is Nigh. PS4 gets Energy Balance. Uh, that's on July 12th, excuse me. Then on July 13th, we have 
as Divine Cross for 3DS and Frisky Business for PS4. I, I would say this. That is a huge list for nothing to be happening. Nothing at all. I got an idea. Listeners, comment a game that we should be playing out of that list. Please. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I, will, I love a good indie game, but sometimes it's just so hard to just try to search through it's like trying to search through yep. a good dvd at the five dollar dvd bin right. at walmart like you don't you're gonna yeah. waste your time right right <laughs> you already know you're gonna waste your time yeah. exactly you but know. minecraft ever since microsoft acquired was that microsoft yeah yeah microsoft yeah. acquired yeah. minecraft they have been pumping out some stuff for minecraft yeah, yeah they have i'll give them that the um i don't know if y'all played it recently but they have a lot of mini games yeah, they yeah, do. A lot of online mini games. They do. Which are pretty fun. Um, but they kinda they're kinda like um the search and destroy uh kind of slayer yeah, kind of thing yeah, that yeah, they yeah. had. I thought that was pretty fun. It, it was it, like a survival one yeah. too, where you were on this big old platform and you had to kinda like eliminate the bricks. Oh yeah. That one's to, fun. Yeah. I played that. Yeah. Wow. Was it fun? It nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's man. a slow week. Yeah, it, it, it's been a pretty slow week for games. Is there uh, any deals? Um, deals, I. You know what? What were we talking about earlier? The deals. I, I just lost it. I'm sorry. PlayStation actually had a few deals. PlayStation has their seventy five percent. Yeah, the mid year deals mm-hmm. where it's like seventy five percent, eighty percent off of, off of some games. I, I did get Shadow of Mordor game. Game of the Year edition for three ninety nine. Ooh, it's nice. I, yes. I picked up. Uh, did you get uh, what was it? Battlefield? Or no, Battlefront? I still haven't used my fifteen dollar credit I, from E three. I got Battlefront with that. Did you? Did yeah. you? Yeah, I got Battlefront and I got Knack too. I got Knack. Uh, I might have to get Battlefront. Knack, Knack was only it was only four ninety nine. So it only costs like a buck fifty. In the Battlefront, have you played it yet? No. Uh, it's, it's the just, Ultimate Edition, though. Yeah. So you get everything. Yeah. For nine ninety nine. That's awesome. I might get it. I mean, I got that fifteen dollar dollar credit. I might yeah. get it just to play it to get ready for. Because I think it's always a greater like greater sense of enjoyment when you go from the first game to the second game because you yeah. know the jumps. That it made the progression that it made. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. And also downloaded uh, what we talked about uh, last show uh, until dawn. Yeah. So that's that, a, how do you yeah. like that? Uh, I actually haven't played it yet. I've I've downloaded all the games. I haven't had time to play it. I was moving my mom and stuff. Yeah. This past weekend, so I, I will hopefully this week between now and the next show, um, I'll be able to have some a little bit of time to play it and Madden was let you guys know. Oh yeah, Madden it was. But that's Madden Seventeen. It's I, not I, bad. I was thinking about getting it, but then I was like, you know what? It's, Eighteen is about to come out, and Madden it's got the story was, mode. Yeah. So I, I really, I would really like to play that story mode. So I'm just gonna go with that. My rule for for Madden has always been buy a year, skip a year. Yeah. Buy a yeah, year, skip yeah, a year. That's best. So I, I had Madden Sixteen. I was tempted to get it at nine ninety nine, but I'm like, right. Man, it's eighteen is such a big jump. Like with the story mode, that I'm I'm just gonna wait. I looked out and got Madden when it was free. Free? Yeah, uh, sixteen, sixteen when they had it for free. Madden I seventeen have... is free, and FIFA seventeen and NHL Uh-oh, seventeen. Here you go. They're free on EA Access. I know. 
I know but it is. The access is awesome. But that's not free. That's, that's th- dude. It's thirty dollars a year. Let's let's talk. And about you know what they announced? This this is why I wanted to talk about EA Access. They because you were talking about Battlefront. Being excited yeah. for that. They've we've already got Battlefront on there. We've got a uh, Battlefield Four plus all of the backwards compatible EA Does games. They have like Mass Effect One through Three are on there. Hardline's on there. I did not realize that was a EA game. Yeah. All of or those. EA franchise. What is um, Dead Space is in there? Peggle, yeah. Peggle Two, both Plants vs Zombie Garden Warfare. Big guy. And they announced this September they're bringing um, Titanfall Two, and what's the other one? Uh, Battlefield One. Both of those are going to be on. You have to have great, wow. great internet to stream it. They or? don't stream. You download. Oh, you to download your hard them. drive okay. and you play them locally. Uh, so what happens straight. when you stop paying for the service? It'll just when you try to launch it, it'll just tell you you uh, you need to review your memberships. How much is it? Is it like thirty a year? Thirty a Absolutely year. Absolutely worth it. Thirty. Okay. If I thought it, I thought it was like fifteen a month. Yeah. Oh, that's the only reason I, I know it's done thirty it. a year. If it's thirty a year, then you can't yeah. get it on. It's not on PlayStation. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to jump Here's in. Here's another topic to as that. a PS4 owner. Please, PlayStation, get rid of PS now. If you're not going to lower the price, right? If you're not going to lower the price, get rid of it because that's the only reason we don't get EA access. It should be ten. And a we month. don't get, um, yeah. It should be ten a month. Yep. I think ten a month is a good price because it's like yeah. the Netflix of gaming. Yeah. Like, but what what is it now? Thirty. It's twenty, I think. Twenty a month. Is it? Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. That's too much. It is. It's too much. G- give us some better games. Like I do most like of the games. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's all PS3. I but mean, they did announce this was this news came out last week that they were going to start getting more PS4 games because when they kind of launched this, the PS4 is kind of new. Yeah. When they first yeah. launched PS Now, so they'll be getting more PS4 games, but still at that price point, I tried the seven day trial. Another thing is that you have to have extremely. Good internet. I mean, like top tier internet. Like, yeah. And and a lot of people complained about saves. Like they will play a game. Like if you play a game like Uncharted, and then you go back and your save is gone. Like that. Yeah, that's that annoying. kills Ooh. your whole. You're like you're not gonna play it again. That's crazy. Yeah, because so, because everything is streamed, right? Yeah, yeah. everything is streamed. Wow. Your clouds are on whatever remote system they're streaming from. Yeah, or your clouds, your saves are on the cloud. So, PlayStation has some work to do on that front, and they know it because I know that I have not met a person yet, a PlayStation owner yet, that says that I love PS Now. Wow. So, is EA the only developer that has a service where you can access all of their games? Is EA the, is EA the only ones? It's that not. Do that? It's not all of them. It's just like the selected ones they put in the vault. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think so. I mean, far, the ones you name were. I mean, those, those are top are tier games. It's their blockbuster. Like it, Mirror's Edge Two is on there. Uh, if you look at their list, they 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 give you every blockbuster I know that's one game. Of Matt's favorite. Dragon Age is on there. Dragon Age, uh, Inquisition, the newest one. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it they give they give their games about from what I've seen about eight months to a year, and then they throw it in the, in the vault and you can play them. I would love wow. to see. They have to be losing though. money. They that's, have to be losing money. I mean, if I you know, have, a, if, if I know this game is coming out, and I'm only playing thirty dollars a month, like a year. I mean, a year. I 
I might. So wait, is but here's the thing. Madden on here's there? the thing. Yeah, they put Madden in there, but it's after it's after Madden launched. Madden right? 17's on there now. That's the current version. When so, so just say Madden Madden 18 comes out. Is it is it going to be available day one? No, like eight. One thing that they do for brand new games, I think uh, maybe it's just a couple days, but I feel like it's like a week in advance. They let you download the game and play a ten hour trial. Okay. And if you decide to buy it in the future or you play the vault version of it, you can pick up where you left off. Your saves are local and everything. So it's a, it's a great service. I've had it since they launched it. I have not gotten rid of it. I love it. Yeah. It, that, it, it kind of entices me. Like, I would, I would probably subscribe to it if they made the games available maybe 30 days after launch or something yeah, like that. do that. They would lose so much money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, but... See, in this way, they're, we getting, they're getting money from people like you who pay, who pay for Madden once every two years. Yeah, yeah. They're getting money from people who just just off of – it's kind of an impulse thing because you might be sitting there browsing through your library and say, I don't really have a lot to play right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you look at the vault and, oh, EA's added three new games. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I should step into this, you know? Because yeah, I, I yeah. wouldn't pay for NHL 17, but EA will get my money because they, they can give me that and UFC 2 and – uh, USC two is on there. Too, it's all man. on there. Everything, you know, man. I've been. I know I'm off on a tangent, but I've been wanting that game, and I've been waiting on it to go on sale, and it stays at the same price point. Is it like forty four? Uh, it's thirty five now, okay. but it's been like that forever. Yeah, at GameStop used, and even in the PlayStation Store. So wow. I might even get like if I had a chance to get EA access, like because I, I like the UFC games. And if you like their sports games at all, I mean, they, they're one of those companies oh, that do annual NBA releases. Live. <laughs> right. <laughs> but they do their annual releases, so I'd much rather spend that and just get their sports games late. That's just me, though. I feel you. Well, gentlemen, gentlemen, mm. gentlemen, and ladies who are listening. A hey. gentleman. Hey, yo. Gentlemen's. Um, let's, let's get to our main topic for today. You know what? Before we even get to that. No, no. Keep it. Keep it. Listeners, as you have already heard, my voice cracks. It does. Get over it. That's all I got to say. Snap, say something about it happens. I'll find you. I'll find your it email happens. password and I'll send you stuff that you don't want. I have a particular <laughs> set of skills. And these skills. Like AOL Internet advertisements. <laughs> no, no, but I, I I talk at work all day, so by the time we record we record this at night, my voice is pretty much gone. So my voice is gonna crack. You know what? Let's make it a game. Let's see how many times you listeners count how many times my voice cracks in each show. Each show. When I get up to a thousand cracks, I give something away. I, I'll buy a game and I'll give it away. A thousand cracks. A thousand cracks. <laughs> when I get up to a thousand cracks, you tell me exactly how it was, when it happened, and and be able to catalog them. And I, I'll give you a. Fr- I'll buy you a free game. Whoever does it first. You listeners at home, uh, be sure to drink when he cracks. <laughs> Who am I? Okay. Who am I? I don't know. So. Uh, the topic, Guys. the topic, the hot topic. Give me wait, the hot. Wait, even before, even before the hot topic. Give me the hot topic. Grits aboard. A severed head. A sink. Where are we? 
That's for you guys to decide. To decide. Man, I'm just giving you guys <laughs> gems. Like we might, we might hit a thousand today. Oh yeah. Okay. No. So, um, guys, the main topic for today, um, we were actually talking about the perception of games and how difficult they were back then on earlier generations of consoles versus what we play now, uh, and. How does that translate? What do we consider hard? What is what is a game, or what makes a game hard? And why do well? One of the things, one of the things that I was thinking that I wanted to ask you guys is, given given think about the last few games that you've been playing pretty pretty heavily, have they really seemed hard to you? Because for me, I feel like the games really aren't that hard. They may be a little bit challenging, but they give you absolutely everything that you need in order to beat the game. And nothing is there. There hasn't been a game in a very long time that I've had that I've said, you know what, I, I can't beat this. This is just ridiculous. So, you know? so first of all, this news came up because, as we know, Crash Bandicoot, the trilogy, little trilogy pack came out, and everybody online was talking about how hard Crash Bandicoot 1 was. Like, people were like, was it this hard when I played it the first time? Right. You know, and um, I went back and looked at some of the gameplay. I didn't pick it up. Um, I just couldn't pick it up. I don't know why. But I love Crash Bandicoot, and looking at the gameplay, I remember some of those levels, and I remember having to take breaks and come back to the game, like, the next day to try to beat it like it would be so frustrating yeah like and then like it would be less checkpoints like it was so like um what's the word like it will punish you for yeah. not it was deflating <laughs> yes deflating is like once you get to a certain point that's how I, f I actually felt like that uh i'm glad you brought that up because um one game that actually reminds me of Crash Bandicoot is actually the Trial series, where that that's actually a recent oh, yeah. game. Oh yeah, where I've been like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to beat this because it's just ridiculous. Now that's a game that's hard because it to me, to me, I classify a hard game as something that takes strategic skill and execution to get done at a specific time. Yeah. That's that's the good kind of hard game. Yeah, in right. a very small window right. to for mistakes. Like you don't have any room for a mistake. I think a lot of platformers are naturally like that. And I know that on the SNES we got a lot of platformers. That stands for Super Nintendo Entertainment System. One of the <laughs> Yeah. One of the um hardest platformers for me would probably be like Castlevania. That was a yeah. tough one. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, it. Wasn't Castlevania too like classif like given the uh, the award of hardest game ever or something like that? I, uh, I, I haven't remember, heard that. I thought I remember seeing something like that. I know it was it was tough. Yeah. Like, um, I'm, hey, before we move too far away from Crash Bandicoot, um, I actually read a follow up uh, article in relation to what you were speaking of. Um, there was, I think it was a, a group of streamers like some some people who were just speed running the game the remasters uh they actually found that the reason jumping seems so hard in the remasters versus the the ps1 version they've actually side by side to them and the ps1 version is actually easier to jump than the remaster 
the developer sanded off the edges of the hitboxes on platforms a little bit. Wow. And it makes the jumping and landing a little bit off from what it used to be, so you can't quite jump as easily at the edge of a platform as what I've read. Okay. That's some real in-depth, like... For Was it for the words. artistic... Inter- Congratulations. Interesting. Congratulations. Was it because of, like, the way it looked? Like I think, I think honestly, it, it may have just been... Because the hitboxes, they don't have to be visually... Uh, noticeable. Yeah, yeah. It's just wireframe, you know, behind the scenes things that are running. Um, so I don't know if this is something they're going to patch and, and make it closer to the original, a little more true to the source material. Uh, but I would think they should if it's making the game hard. Yeah. Unnecessarily. So, so, Cody, what was one of the games when you were, um, I say, let's, uh, what was the hardest game you played? A game that just made me, you know what? I've, that's tough. A lot of the games that I kind of sit down and play are story-driven, so not always the hardest games. Um, I love Zeldas. I love RPGs. I love adventure bow, games. Bow. And I love... <laughs> and I... <laughs> I don't know what that was. So I love adventure games, and I love story-narrative-driven games as well. So those aren't typically too, too hard, especially in recent years. But... Um, you know what? I was actually going to use trials as a. Uh, I was going to use trials as an example, so I'm glad you said that. But what trials does that I think gets it right about a difficult game is that it makes it so accessible to instantly retry that section yeah, you just yeah. did. There's little checkpoints. There's all you can just hit button B or circle or whatever it is, and you're right back to where you were. And a the way it's ago. set up is like you don't want to quit. That's the kind of quit. That's quit. That's the kind of game that that I like a challenge in. Same yeah. for Rocket League. I'm stuck on Rocket League. It's short matches. You mess up one game. Okay, you're right back to it in five minutes. You know what I mean? It's more in depth than what I thought it was at first. I, I I'm still not to the level where. I mean, I feel like I fell so far behind. Yeah. Like when I get on there now, it's like no point. Yeah. So for like, that game, it's. I like a game that's hard, but. It's not punishing due to its mechanics. Yeah. Um, I, a, a game that I, I recently played the last couple months, a PC indie game called Slime Son. Uh, it's really challenging. It's a platformer, but it's challenging because the controls are real tight and you have to make really minute changes to controls to, to get through the portion you're trying to get through. Bringing up that game, I haven't played that game, but it makes me think about how indie games mm-hmm. can be hard. Like, they can give you that difficulty. Yeah, sure. So why yeah. do you think indie games offer that and not, the like, the huge developer games? I Personally, I think that indie games do that because you it, it's usually just like a group of people, like a handful of people, and they're more in tune with what gamers really, really want to play. They're not just working or making the game. I mean, no, no offense to anybody that actually works and codes for like EA, the big, the bigger companies, but it seems as it seems as though the smaller indie companies have more of a more of a in depth touch with the everyday gamer. So they make games that are a little bit more challenging, and they're not they're not just trying to get through a story. They're yeah. trying to I, you know make make something that's interesting. A game that came to mind was uh, Hotline Miami. Yeah. That was a That's cool. like top down shooter, and it like you would get punted. Like, oh yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it was tough. Like when I first turned it on, I thought it was, 
you know, oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. It was tough. It's hard. And it was good, though. Yeah. It was a good tough. Like, I really like that. Like, um, Matt, what are some of the games that you've played? Um, you as, I, as I was talking about before. Give us, give us one from, like, earlier and then one from today. Before you do that, I just want to add to your point that you made, Matt, um, when you were talking about indies versus the AAA developers. Uh, another reason I think that indies are, they kind of, in, in many cases, they can be a little more challenging than a AAA game, is that they're not really too concerned, usually because they don't have the resources. They can't compete with a AAA developer in terms of realism, in terms of sound design, usually, uh, in terms of like an epic scale funded game you know what i mean so they go into things and they kind of think about well how can i how can i make a game stand out without yeah. looking as good as the newest assassin's creed or new, you know what i mean yeah so I, th I think in a lot of a lot of cases they focus on just really really tight controls getting a game that is fun to move around in uh it's not always 2d games but i mean in that in that situation uh, it's a lot easier for a game to become challenging when it's kind of based in skill and not on grand adventures, riding a horse, things that don't require yeah. perfect timing with, with controls. I think that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I agree with that. That's pretty well said. Oh, thanks. Uh, I couldn't have, couldn't have said it any any better, but it was, it was pretty well said, too. Don't blow up my head, though. Um, hey, that was well said, too. Congratulations. Uh, no, Xander, to answer your question, I would say uh, one game back in the day, some earlier console that was pretty hard that I that I felt was challenging took me a long time to really beat and master. Uh, any basically any game in the Mega Man franchise, Mega Man. Oh yeah, I remember. It, it those. took a lot of skill. Granted, it was just I mean you're just shooting and you're jumping, trying to avoid different things, but the the jumps. You know, of course, the further you, you get on the 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 harder they harder the jumps are. The more strategy you have to use in using RJ, uh, the robot dog, um, and you know, kind of finding which which weapons work to kill the any any specific enemy a lot quicker. Because once you get in there, there's a lot of different other there's a lot of different environments that. Uh, come into play like water worlds electric worlds you have to jump that while avoiding being shot at by whatever boss that you're fighting and you know th different kind of things like that so that would that would be that would be my my th my hard game for back then uh now i would say it was it was a little bit of toss-up between two that came to mind uh the the hardest game that i think i've played recently within the past at least five, five or so years had to be. Um, well, actually, it was right about ten. Uh, Super Street Fighter, Super Street Fighter, uh, playing the arcade mode. That was really, really tough. Yeah, it took me. It took me about half a year to actually beat it Jeez. because I love. I love fighting games. <clears throat> I love fighting games. But it took me so long because I, I actually wanted to master whatever character I was playing with. And I played with Ken and I got to a point where I was playing every single day and every single day. Like the emotions that are tied to consistently losing all the time. Um, 
that's what drove me to keep going every single day. I would as soon as I would get home from work, I'd go and play for maybe maybe thirty minutes or so. Once I if I didn't get it, get pissed off, go eat something, watch some Netflix, and then you know fig, try and figure it out whenever I calm down. But um, that uh, and trials. I'd have to say would would be the other one. It's such a fun game. Love doing flips off of there. Uh, but there's a point where you have to be intuitive enough to know how to use the bike, how how the person is, how the rider is going to react. And I guess be be in tune with what you're doing and how the environment's going to react with the bike yeah so it's it's if you've never played it i highly suggest that you play it it is it is such a fun addictive and like that game made me so mad playing it just because i there would be state i would be on a stage for literally an hour oh yeah just trying to figure it out and i and then i would go online and and see just people running right through it my wife leaves the room when i play that game she can't take the repetitiveness like because i'm constantly restarting yeah yeah i like i won't move on to the next level unless i get at least like two three stars like i I want yeah you gotta go ahead and complete it yeah because i don't want to come back to it to unlock more stuff so yeah it's a great game i would say i know I, i named um castlevania but i would think um, that that's a little older, but Metal Gear Solid was, for NES. No, for um, oh, that's Metal PlayStation. Gear. That's the first one. My bad. It was, I think, the reason why it was so tough. It was tough by itself, and then that was my first introduction to um, stealth in the game. Yeah, where yeah. you would get punished for that. You cannot. I think. I mean, you just can't go guns a blazing. Yeah. No, I, I would say can. I'm probably gonna get beat up for this one, but um, I think because the repetitiveness of it causes it not to be as hard. But when I first played the raids on Destiny, those would be hard. like yeah. you could spend at least like three to four hours because and- you go into the raid not knowing anything. Yeah, there's a lot of different like. They don't even, if you're going into a blind, like it would be parts of it where you have to take out this one before you take out this one. Or yeah. you have to do them, like take them out at the same time. There would be different, like let's take um, the um, Vault of Glass yeah. with the oracles. Like when the oracles first start popping up, you're like, oh, that's a shining light. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Then it's like. You're dead. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are we supposed to shoot these? And then, oh, these aren't friendly. Yes. And then a shield, a relic drops down, a shield. You're like, okay, I got a shield. You don't know that you have to take down the, um, I forgot the name of the the little monster, but you have to take down the shield. So I think Destiny was a pretty tough game. Yeah. I think yeah. the repetitiveness of it made it easy because once you do something a thousand times, I mean, it's just easy. Yeah, we're, 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 we as humans are number one creatures of habit, and we're also learning creatures of habit. Yeah. So anytime we do something for the first time, if we fail at it or realize that we fail at it, of course, we're going to learn from it, and then we're going to get better, just like Tony Romo, get better and better every day. Uh, let's go to the next topic. Uh, Never forget. Did I, did I give a, 
difficult said, game? What did I say? You said trials, and you said what was your old? I said game? I, I said didn't trials. give it all one. I think no, you didn't give uh, it my yeah. my pick. What's your old one? Ninja Gaiden for Xbox. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was, Dude, oh, I, yeah. I bought that game on release day, and I was playing on just standard easy mode, like wussy handhold mode. The first Ninja Gaiden was tough. Ninja Gaiden. This, this is what I'm talking. You mean on NES? Yes. Yeah, I'm talking the Xbox. Okay. The, the Team Ninja Tecmo. Uh, well, I guess it was Tecmo back then, too. But that game was awesome, and I only got to, like, the fourth level and couldn't beat it anymore. My, I sold it to my friend Roger. Uh, and this guy, he used to come over to my house, and he'd just bring his Xbox and stay for the weekend, whatever. Even though I have an Xbox, he'd bring it because his saves are there. Did your friend Roger happen to live in a town called uh, Bluffburg? No. Okay. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. Different Roger. Bluffburg. But Roger would come over with his Xbox, and he'd stay for the weekend. He ended up buying Ninja Gaiden from me, and I watched this guy get to a point where he was beating that game in, like, five hours. Wow. Like, <laughs> world record contender times. And he would just, as soon as he finishes it up, he'd play it on master difficulty, and he'd go back and uh, upgrade all of his weapons all the way. And I just, I, as soon as he finished it, he would just start a new game on the hardest mode he could and see if he can beat his last time. He did that for, like, a year. That's all he played. Wow. Crushed it. Maybe look stupid. But that game's so hard, <laughs> I got I sold it to my friend. Can't do it. I said it was Doug. Thanks. It was Doug. They lived in... Was it... No, it was Bluffington. Bluffington. <laughs> oh, oh, man. The joke's landing. <laughs> right. I got a question for y'all coming back in. Wait. So, thinking about like playing hard games and how they challenge you, would you want more hard games? Yes. Yes, I would. It, it was. It's a resounding yes because I was actually talking to my brother about this last night, and I would like more challenging games because it, there's there's something like like I said before. There, there's an emotional re reaction that you have. Think about think about the last really 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 hard game that you beat. Dark it, Souls. When you finally get over, when you finally beat it, it's like you can walk out the house naked. Like real talk. You can walk out the house naked. It's like, yo, I just beat that game. Do you and want co-op or single player? It, it, to me, it doesn't even really matter. Like what you were talking about earlier uh, with Destiny. Uh, that was another game that I was thinking about. Uh, that was it was it, the raids were extremely hard. And still to this day, if they have the nightfall. Oh that's that's what the daggum war said. I, all my people out there trying to do that play Destiny. If you wanted to do the Nightfall, you only had two people, or you were trying to you were trying to solo it, and it was the war set. And don't let Arkburn be on with the. War oh set. my gosh! You you're not gonna make it. That's it, it, it's yeah. You don't even that, get past Arkburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that that Cody, we're gonna have to baptize you, man. Yeah, we we're gonna be you're gonna be getting some Destiny two gameplay. Yeah. You're gonna, and you're gonna be getting some Destiny one gameplay because we're gonna go through the whole thing with you. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. We got like I still haven't decided. We got what like a month and a half. I'm gonna delete. We got we got uh, people out there. We're gonna we're gonna be recording a little bit of gameplay. Uh, we're gonna be taking Cody through Destiny one from the beginning, and uh, we want you guys to tune in. Like it's watch gonna be so good, fam, on uh, because YouTube. 
They they updated so much. Yeah, they did. It's gonna. He. Well, I don't. He's not going to have to deal to, with the with the uh, vault space. He's not going to have to deal right. with picking up every green in green uh, Ingram oh or picking up a purple Ingram and getting a blue item or picking up a legendary and getting or picking up an exotic only to get a purple. Yes. Yeah. You won't have to deal with all that. Thank the Lord. <laughs> it was, oh, you guys man. made it sound so bad. Now, it was. It, I mean, the, the grind the grind of Destiny was amazing. I loved it. Yes. It, as soon, when I got on the game, I, I, I loved it. We, me and Xander were on there all the time, all the time, grinding, grinding. I, I, it was always a catch-up game because Xander was that dude. He was just – he would grind. I'd be I like – So, like, I don't know what you call it. Like, I got to – I think Xander would lie to me. And say, "Hey, I'm getting <laughs> off. I'm sleepy," or act like he was asleep. And then you know, Xander, you know Xander, was? Xander was infamous for falling asleep on you while you were playing a game. No, I used to do it too, though. I, no, oh yeah, I'd be doing it. GTA I races and I'm just two off the times. Cliff. I did it two times. No, you didn't. You did, did it way more than it two. wasn't. I think you're remembering me, man. Yes. I used to fall asleep playing GTA. Yes. Oh yeah. It was oh, me two true. times, and then. <laughs> But, We'd be in a tight race and yes. I'd just go off a cliff <laughs> and y'all never hear from me again. Or playing Minecraft. Right. Oh, and yeah. Like, the days of Minecraft. Sleepy yes. time, man. Lights I know. Out. You guys, I think I still the have music some of that was footage. so calm. Oh, it does it. I think I, actually, I think I actually have some footage of us. We were, uh, one of the last times we were playing Minecraft. You know what? We, I, I may, I'm going to look through my archives and see what I have. Oh, see the archives, huh? Yeah. You got dedicated got, archives? I got <laughs> I do have dedicated archives. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, yeah man. I'm, that's, yeah, that's another topic about Destiny, but. Um, yeah, it, we, we could go on for days. The, you know, you guys keep going back to the, the grind nature of uh, games. That's really a big thing in the last couple years. What yeah. it comes from, ultimately, and, and I've thought about it a bit, is mobile games. Mobile games blew up. Yeah. And they realized what what keeps in, instinctually keeps people hooked are long grind sessions with constant rewards. Yeah. And so many games. Borderlands went into it first for consoles probably. I mean, there's always been games where you grind for loot and things, but there's so many games now. Rocket League's included in that. You, you uh, your got games, games on, get it. You, you talked about mobile. They have a game out now called Magic Carp Jump. And I was playing that, and when me and Matt went to the E3, the Sony E3 thing. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. A, now, that guy, yeah, that guy was super. Like, he's the guy that keeps video games in business. Like, yeah. that guy seemed like he had an IV of Mountain Dew. Uh -huh. Just, just he was on. He was you talking about the guy gamer. we were sitting next to? Yes. Oh, man. Oh, dude. Uh, I have his email address. I hope I'll send him a... I don't. I don't remember his name, but I Dude, will. Don't say his name out loud. Yeah, yeah. I won't say his name. <laughs> his gamer tags. You know. You know. Gamer, <laughs> you know who twenty sixty nine. You know who we are. <laughs> we were at at the Dallas PlayStation E three. We were the two. We were two cool black dudes. Yes. And uh, that dude. That dude. He had a wealth of knowledge. About yes, he knew. Did he? Like everything. He was the guy that wanted to platinum every game. Like, he told us that he platinums every game. Every game he plays. Every trophy. Platinum. I was like, no. But um, 
he was playing Magic Carp. Like back to your point, like this game. If anybody doesn't know what Magic Carp Jump is, it's just a game where you grow a Magic Carp and you eat little berries and you battle by jumping in the air and seeing who jumps the highest. And you just it's no end. Yeah, it's like fish for another one. Do it again. Yep. Candy grind. Candy crush. Here's a little reward. Yeah. Hey, here's something for your trouble. They just get you on that hook. It makes a little sound, too. Yep. Yep. And it's coming to every genre. Yeah. You get it in Zelda. The constant loot. It's in Madden. Yeah. Like, Madden, you have experience points now. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it's no... Does 2K... 2K has it... I mean, it's the ratings... Since like 2010 or 2011, they've had the virtual coins. console yep. or virtual <laughs> virtual currency <laughs> VC. Yeah, yeah. That's dude. I know we're going off, but is that killing games like that? You know what? You, you're actually you're actually going to something right. that I thought about. Uh, the, the maybe maybe we can talk about this next week. Um, it it, it kind of leads into microtransactions. Yeah. yeah, microtransactions kill games. That's a show by itself, right? We'll, yeah, maybe we'll, 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 give maybe you that we'll next focus week. on that. We'll focus on that next week. Next week, microtransactions. Stay tuned. But as you were saying, um, along with uh, whatever you were saying with the mobile games. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go on to the next topic. All right. It kind of uh, it kind of goes with with the theme of today. So the next topic is the video game controversy that happened when Nintendo first came out. Oh goodness. So there was a report on was that 2020 or Yeah, yeah, it was 2020. It was a news report about when the Nintendo first came out and how parents were very concerned about having a virtual console in the house. I think we got a a little snip, little clip to just give you a reference point of um, what we're talking about. This came from the 90s. It may be the most addictive toy in history, and it's definitely the hottest thing this Christmas. Nintendo video games. They first arrived from Japan uh, three years ago, and now millions of American kids are hooked and mesmerized. When they do stop to talk, it's in a language only they understand. Well, John Stossel went out to discover the secret of Nintendo's success, but first he had to find one. We're still living that. Yeah. New York City, yeah. early in the morning. Before the toy stores open, they're lined up outside. Now, real quick, what I'll, uh, I wanted to stop and kind of give you a little picture of, of what is actually going on right here. It, it it looks like an old video from the early 90s, late 80s, um, as if you you took the iPhone and put it into that time frame, and there's just people waiting outside. And this is, mind you, three years after the console dropped, there are lines long, as long as people just wait like you to said, get the Cody, iPhone. They still, We're still doing it. Yeah. They realized back then it works for their sales, and they're still doing it. Yeah. I'm in line, too, because the director of 2020 said, Stossel, I hate to ask, but you've got to help me get my kid a copy of Super Mario Brothers 2. This man came all the way from Indiana to get one. He came a thousand miles just for this game? Yeah. I've done seven stores a day for three weeks now, and I cannot find it. 
That is crazy dedication. Like, really. I think he might beat you, Cody, in and that's the Nintendo the, War. And that's the worst Mario. I know it is the you worst Mario, you know bro. Hey, it, it wasn't the best. I, I, I won't say that it was the At worst. At the end of the levels, you had to go into the mouth of a hulk. What is that? <laughs> Look. Maybe he was on LSD. Hey, Nintendo gone Nintendo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I did like the way, I know, I did like the way you could choose a character and they performed yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. the characters sucked. I know they did. Who was Birdo, man? Oh. Nobody likes Birdo. No, you couldn't choose Birdo. Was it an enemy? No. It. <laughs> no, Birdo you, was you, in that game. It was, that was Mario, yeah, Luigi. Yeah, Birdo, but you, but you couldn't choose Birdo. You could choose Mario, Mario Luigi, Toad, Toad, and Princess. And Princess. So how did, where was Birdo in the game? Because I remember Birdo everywhere. Didn't Birdo, I, Birdo did was one like of the items enemies. or something? Birdo was one of the enemies. Yeah, he was the enemy. He See, used to spit I, the eggs out. I didn't and, play enough of this And game. he was, was the awful. enemy on every level. Like most well, of the it, levels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know what you're talking about. You jump on like the, the second eggs, level. pick them up, and you... Yeah, yeah that game sucks. And he drove a go thousand. Back and, go back and play it. It's 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 a little bit difficult, but it was actually fun. Once you get past, like, World 6 or whatever. My mom bought me that Mario... And I, I cried. <laughs> I was like, out of all the Mario's. I, I'm going to do, you know what? I'm going to defend it because I actually spent time to play that game and beat it. And it was actually, it was actually not that bad of a game. I beat it too, but. Granted, Bowser was not like the end all be all enemy. Yeah. Which I think he, he should have been. But whatever. Well, here's the thing. If they didn't slap Mario on there, it might be remembered as a, a great Nintendo Yeah, game. yeah. But, but you expected something. Yeah, it's a yeah. it just yeah, like that. just like Metroid Other M. Oh. It's not a bad game. It's just a bad Metroid game. Yes. Now I, this this is my opinion, but I feel like the way y'all feel about Super Mario Two is the way I feel about Super Mario um, Galaxy. I hated the game. I hated. I I I felt that they they went a little bit too far. And they kind of restricted you, even though you were unrestricted in where you could go and what you could do. It was very difficult for me to actually play through the game and control Mario. And so I didn't like it very much. I played I played through the first one, and then I, I just I just couldn't after that. Yeah. Yeah. We're totally off topic. Let's <laughs> it's so, no, it's no, so no. hard. But it was, it was a good conversation, though. Like, All right, move, move well, along. Well, the point is, this guy... Even though it was Super Mario 2, he drove a thousand miles for yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. That's, oh, that's where we were. Yeah. yeah. I totally forgot. I have to live with my kids for the rest of the year, so I have to have this on Christmas Day. So to please the kids, they line up at the few stores that have been able to get copies of the hottest Nintendo games. Mario 2... And the adventure of Link. Now, what's Nintendo, you ask, and why should you care? Well, I think it's something you should know about because it's captured America's children. School bus drivers report the kids are talking less about clothes and sports and what Joe did to Jane and more about... When you get to those things that go up and down, you just jump on them. After school, even on the day that brings the first beautiful snowfall of the season, everyone's eager to get inside the house so they can rush to get to the television set. Now, usually they don't play together. We invited them to a Nintendo party. They pop the cartridge into this deck, which attaches to any television set. These controls direct the characters. The better your eye-hand coordination, the better you do. 
Never has there been a toy that's been this successful. Bruce Apar is editor of a magazine that follows the industry. How big a hit is this? This is as big or bigger than anything the toy industry has ever seen. Um, I'll, I'll give you one comparison. Uh, Barbie, which is an institution, uh, does about a half a billion dollars a year. Nintendo does over three times as much. That's a freaking conglomerate. That is. And they're still cleaning up. But here's, here's, here's the thing that I wanted to point out from that particular section is the fact that at that point in time, three years after Nintendo came out, and video games have been around for at least five years, they were considering it a child's toy. It, yeah. it was considered a toy. It wasn't a, it wasn't a console. It yeah. wasn't a game. It wasn't, it wasn't an industry yet. Really? It was no, a it toy. Wasn't. Not that, the way that it is. That was my, that was mind-boggling when I heard that the first time. And, like, what? I, I, I guess that's that's all I can say. Is, Nintendo, what? like, that, that really puts it in perspective. Like, Nintendo, like, they keep, like, raising the bar. Yeah. On games. Like they they started the bar. Yeah. Now it, it, well, in, in a few in a few minutes yeah, they, they actually did. In a few minutes they're gonna they're gonna explain a little bit about how Nintendo came to do what they did. So let's listen to that. Now why is it so successful? Well the people in the industry say Nintendo simply has the best games. They come in two categories sports games such as tennis hockey, football, boxing, all with good graphics and sound effects. Even more popular are the adventure games like Super Mario. They tend to have ludicrous plots. Mario is an Italian plumber who, under your control, enters the Mushroom Kingdom to fight off killer turtles and deadly ducks until he can rescue the Princess Toadstool. Koopas, you fool. The kids love it. What's good about it? Birdo. He shoots the eggs out of his nose. Oh, I... And also, there's this part where wow. you can't go anywhere except for fall down a pit, but you pick up this thing, and then this rocket appears out of nowhere, and it flies to another board. It's weird. And it's a big improvement over the first video games, like Atari's Pong and Space Invaders. Because today's computer chips are better. They have more memory. There's much more involved in playing the game, much more excitement. There's better use of colors, better use of music. It's not just stick figures anymore. We have literally over a hundred different characters, people, animals, wizards, spells. You see this spread out over different worlds. When I say different worlds, entirely different sets, if you think about the way a movie is produced. There are levels with caverns, and you break into underground oceans. There are secret holes that you go into. Pause. The kids delight in finding new twists to the games, secret passages they didn't discover the first times they played. Bizarre new weapons. They're throwing things that I never even discovered in this game. Yeah, because you, cause you don't know. If you're a grown-up, you hardly do this. If you're a grown-up, you have work to do. That's a drop. Well, the, so, the chips, the technology. So that last part where he said that, because you're a grown-up, you don't hardly do this. And they, they're showing that like it's a, a kid's game. The yeah. average gamer's age today, I looked it up, is 31 years old. 
And you know why? Every game you know gamers. why that is? Because they're grown. Those now. kids that are in there, that was me. Yeah, yeah. That was me. We grew up with it. Those kids are now 31. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Just like Matt. I'm 32. So just and they're like still Matt. standing outside waiting on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Hey, we should just have a segment know. where we'll call it. How much money did Nintendo take from Cody this week? <laughs> because I, I can't help it. I go into a store. Like this week, I went into GameStop and found um, an Amiibo I've been looking for since they set up pre-orders for it on Amazon. The uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild Archer Amiibo. Super cool. Man, um, Nintendo. Couldn't find it online to anywhere. Walked into GameStop, found it. Impulse buy. Dude, Nintendo you, has keeps their hands in my pocket. Wow. You, you know what's super cool? You know what's really super cool? Feeding your kids. Nah. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> overrated. Sometimes, sometimes those little buggers like to eat. So, uh, sometimes. Um, one, one thing that I, that I wanted to uh, point out from that last thing was uh, just the, the, the fact that the grown-ups, the perceived grown-ups in, in this time frame, they weren't able to think outside the box to use other parts of the environment. And the fact that he was describing these 2D scenes as world was just, it was mind boggling to me because I'm like, you're saying that is a world knowing, like knowing what we know now. I get, yeah, knowing what we know now, but I get where they came from because like when I played Kirby, like yeah. I was, like I was so immersed into that game. Wizards and caverns and <laughs> underground oceans. Underground oceans. They're you not can go anywhere. Anymore. Yeah, you can go anywhere. They know how to use shapes and colors. Over a hundred different characters, guys. One hundred. <laughs> it's like a movie. I can count to one hundred right now, but I won't. And next clip. 100. ...that goes into this was invented in the United States, yet the Japanese are the ones who make it a hit. Why, why is that? Thanks a lot, Obama. ...is a 100-year-old company uh, in Japan, and they learned their lessons well. When buyers lost interest in the first generation of video games about four years ago, Nintendo quietly watched as American companies quit the business. Nintendo then bought licenses to the best. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go back to that. I'm going to go back real quick because they're, they're sliding through a few different articles. And one of them said Fox quits video games. I had no clue that Fox was even in the in, even in the video game business. Fox had video games? Fox. What? Fox. Like everybody hates Fox News. Fox was in the video game business before Everybody else. They have a console or they just made games? I don't know. Maybe maybe they made games. I don't know. They clearly didn't make great games because they got out of the business. Well, I just don't know any of them. (laughs) Can't really point Uh, to them on anything. And they learned their lessons well. When buyers lost interest in the first generation of video games about four years ago, Nintendo quietly watched as American companies... That said Fisher-Price. Fisher-Price was in video games. Fox came back though. Fox quitting video. Fox games. saw that the they came back in the SNES. Cause remember those um, Simpson games and stuff like that. So they were a publisher. The not Tick, 
Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. So, okay. so I would like I would like to see if we can find some information on this. So this article says, uh, just from the little bit that I can read on here, it says, uh, Beverly Hills, California, November 9th, says the 20th Century Fox Film Corporation said it would phase out its video game division, effective, and that's as far this as what I year. Can Wait, what year? Yeah, what uh, that? That's the NES, right? I don't know. I well, they came back with this. I'm looking at it right now. They came back with the Super NES. Okay. Uh, 1994. They they produced a game called The Tick. It I came that. out on the Sega Genesis. I remember that. Fox did that. Yes. In Fox did the Tick. In 1994. Yeah, that was a Fox show. They were just publishers, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, you had, of course, you had all the Simpsons. Um, let's see the. Oh, okay, okay, I got, you, I yeah, got. Yeah. So, like the one of the latest 2006, they had Ice Age two. Those little um, so game, so games that had to do something with their programming. Yeah, they just had to license. Okay, that's okay. it. Well, I, I I assume that they were making video, but game, the video games. But Nintendo was good enough for them to come back. That's yeah. the point. Yeah, you know, like they came back with the Nintendo. Oh yeah. He's quit the business. Nintendo then bought licenses to the best of the arcade games. They created new games by getting independent designers to compete against each other for the right to work with Nintendo. Nintendo. You know what that is? That's a pimp. Yeah. That, yes. Nintendo. Nintendo were pimps. Nintendo. They, they 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 stole up all the market and said and came out with their own stuff. That's why that they had been developing, and then said, "Hey, y'all want some? Y'all want in on this? Hey, go ahead and fight." Well, you know the whole story with PlayStation and Nintendo. Yeah. So Nintendo was Drake before Drake was Drake. Yes. Yes. Controller. <laughs> Control. So you mean so you mean their music puts you in the mood puts you in some type of way? Control <laughs> <laughs> Last name greatest, first name ever. Why well, I said that backward. I don't know. Last name ever, first name greatest. There you go. I'm confused. That's 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 all the Drake that I know. Controller. And in Seattle, at the company's U.S. headquarters, they listen to the customers. 50,000 people call Nintendo's 800 number every week asking for help with the games. Phones are manned by games fanatics who often play other games while answering questions. What that is, when you're at that link, though, you're almost at that point. Okay, what you want to do is, like I said, jump on the guy with the carpet. <laughs> In Japan, the wow. Hey, so uh, hey, Nintendo, how do I get past level six? Okay, what you gotta do is um, see you you see that little carpet on the right side? Now it says press start. Which one start? Um. Hey, are you in there calling long distance again? Get off that phone. Hold on, Granny. Which okay, okay. So what what op what operating system do you have? Hey, hurry up! My grandma's getting mad. I'm okay, okay. There, boy. I can already tell. It sounds like you have an ID10T error. What? You have an ID10T error. So do I? Pull, which one do I push? You pull it. Oh. Uh, and that's how a typical Nintendo call went. Wow, they had. What did they say? Fifty thousand. Yes, they received fifty thousand calls a week. How great was that job? And this is right. And all Absolutely. they're doing, all they're doing, is sitting this, there playing video games. This guy was saying, "So what you want to do is jump on that car." They had was a big, they had a big book full of walkthroughs, and they referred wow. to them for each game. Remember they the, brought that back for the for the NES Classic for a weekend. Are you wow. serious? For one weekend, 
when that system came out, they brought back that hotline. Wow. And people actually called for help on these what games. in the, the Nintendo the, magazine? Nintendo, Nintendo Power. Power. I used to... I, I one, never it, bought one. I know. Every time I went to I Walmart... Did. I did. I would. I did. Like, while... Now read the whole you're thing. playing with power. What a... I used to I, have I my notepad and write down the, the notepad. <laughs> yes, the notepad, the notepad. I wish I had a cell phone then. I would have just took pictures. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did have cameras though back then. Polaroids. You could you could have did that. You're rich. Well, that could be argued. Yeah, that true. they had cameras back then. True that. True that. The games are an even bigger success. These people are upset because even after waiting all night, they were unable to get their kids a new version of a game called Dragon Quest. In the U.S., it's mostly Mario that they want. The last Super Mario Brothers suit was just sold. Can they get upset? Well, they say, oh, can you take my name? Can you take my credit card, please? Can you do something? My kid wants it. His friend has it, and they're not friends anymore because he doesn't have it. All this makes me wonder. Now that I can, t- I, I can attest to that. Why are they not friends? Because because if you if you were always over somebody else somebody else's house playing it, then you became that annoying kid. Like, don't come over my house because everybody wanted to play it, and you would go over there. We're like we had one, and we had a friend always come over, and they were so annoying. And yep. it's like, dude. Stop coming over to my house, like real, real oh, talk. Oh yeah, I, I do. I can't stay. I do I remember stand this. That. I remember having the, the Nintendo, and a friend would come. <laughs> a friend a would, Nintendo. A Nintendo, and um, a friend would come over, and I would immediately tell him as soon as he knocked on the door, "I can't play the Nintendo right now." Right. <laughs> as you pause the game and tell yes. him, "My, I got in trouble." Yeah, I, I got in trouble. Mom took it up. There were for real two to three over the course of my childhood, two to three friends or people that I knew who had more or better games than me, and I would not otherwise hang out with them. But just I have to play this game. Yeah. And you were talking about it at school. Okay, I'll come over. Yeah, some <laughs> yeah. Of, some they of were, the people that you couldn't stand. Yeah, you would. Yeah. you would. Oh my god! And, oh, sure. and that was that was how we became social. Like way back in the day, we didn't have social media. We didn't have uh, Bookface, no. Twitters. No, we didn't even have MySpace. Oh my oh, gosh! Man. Oh my gosh! Well, or chat roulette. <laughs> oh, that's a dangerous game you play, son. Oh <laughs> um, man! I, yeah, I remember. And also, this is this is a little tangent too. How about when, like, we didn't have social media, so when your mom bought you a game that you hated, but you played it anyway. Right. <laughs> oh, me first. Right. Me first. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. I, I don't get it. That was the worst. When you, when when your parents said next question? No, I was just refusing to answer his question. Oh, okay. Now, now, now I'm up to speed. Uh, yeah. For me, it's Power Rangers. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Yeah. It was uh, not what I expected. You know what? You know what? For us, since my since I lived in probably the most Christian home that you could ever ever think of. Oh, uh, I know what you're gonna say. It was a game. It was a game on NES. That my that my parents got us uh, called Spiritual Warfare. We didn't touch that game for a year, uh, but was it was this a, one of those Bible games. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like it. It was. This is the game that when you play basketball, <laughs> you were sitting. <laughs> I remember this game. I've not seen. Dude, this. I, okay, so uh, just a little bit of background. Um, they didn't believe me uh, when when I worked with Xander and another and another friend. Uh, there, there's another free one for you. Uh, I was I told them about this game, Spiritual Warfare, on NES. They didn't believe me when I told them about it, so I showed them on my phone, and they were making fun of. Bro, they do were, you have audio from that? Yeah, I still have it. Oh, we got. They were it. making fun. They were making fun as I was going through and playing the game. It's it's like the it's like the original Legend of Zelda, and. Um, but you go around saving people with fruit of the spirit, right? Oh my you just gosh. throw it at them, and it, this fruit kills them, and they turn into angels and they go to heaven. Sometimes, was, sometimes demons come out of them. It was a guy, yeah, playing was, basketball, yeah, and he threw fruit of the spirit at him, and he went to heaven. No, 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 no. The the thing that y'all said about the guy playing, but you said apparently basketball players can't go to heaven. Yes. Because you couldn't throw any any fruit at him. Couldn't throw it cuz he was boxed in. He was in the he was in the uh he was in the court. So he, What about rappers? He was just a, he was just a heathen. I don't think there I were any rappers in there. You know so, what? so this oh so my God. this game had oh a featured God. mechanic where you could cast judgment on people and then see if they no. were going to... No, you just no not, not, gas, not cast judgment. You just throw fruit at them. So you just throw a... You're like, hey, this banana looks quite tasty. Bam! But some of them will turn dead. into demons. Some will turn into... Well, some of, them, you, some of them would have demons come out of them. And then... Uh, but they would all do one or the other. They'd turn into angels and ascend, or they yeah, yeah, they, they all they all would turn into angels. It and, was and go to heaven. Some so of them had bad. demons. It's so bad, but it was it was hilarious. Sounds like it, time. But it is fun. It, to it, watch. it is it is fun to watch. I, I suggest you, you should play it. Everybody should play it. It, it was amazing. Um, but we didn't play it for like a good year, and then all of a sudden, like we, my, my parents took away all of our games. They took away like Mario and everything, oh, and man. said. Oh, you got to play this. And then, like, once we started playing it, it was just like, you know, this game is kind of nice. I didn't feel that you way. You actually enough. liked it? Yeah. About, it's, um, it's, one of my, it's, it's actually one of my favorite games. You end up, you end up fighting the devil at the end. Yeah? Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's just... It did have that uh, Legend of Zelda yeah, like, it, feel it's crazy. to it. So, it's... that That's one of those games that I remember from my childhood that was just... I hated, but then once I played it, I loved it. Now, now it's like one of my favorite games. True that. <laughs> well, we went off topic again, but back to the never ends. <laughs> Wonder is the shortage real, or are they holding back supplies to increase the mystique? Hmm. Yeah, Nintendo. That's a good question. denies it, but industry insiders say that's exactly what happened with their Cabbage Patch doll a few years ago. The company shipped fewer dolls to increase the excitement. Today, some people in the toy business suspect Nintendo's holding games back. And while videotaping in Japan, we did see plenty of the hard-to-get cartridges. The company denies that it's holding back. Believe me. Uh, creating a shortage of this kind was nobody's design, and uh, it sounds like a uh, it's just one of those combinations. Of Peter Main, the VP of Nintendo uh, North America, uh, our most or Nintendo America. projections and an inability on the chip supplier to fulfill it. They're still using that one. Yes, there's all this. 
we can't get our parts because we're sharing parts with a with Apple. Yeah, that's, that's the new one. Yeah, we're still just, hearing that from Nintendo. That's hype. Apple 101. can get Apple can get their products to millions of people. Right. Give me a break. That's hype one on one. AMD or whoever Intel they get their chips to billions of people. They so you, so you mean on. so you mean to tell me Nintendo Nintendo has a short man? Come on, no, they're no. masters at this. Yeah, and, and been and doing it forever. Publix eats it up. This brings us to a final question: Should parents buy these games at all? The National Coalition Against Television Violence thinks they shouldn't because they say they're bad for kids. Bad. I like how you shoot the people with boomerangs and bombs. I just like jumping on things and killing them and shooting things. The Coalition says this will make some kids act violently. Well, I don't know about that, but there's another problem. Watching the kids play, seeing the intensity of their interest, the word obsession comes to mind. Um, I bet I'm much better than him at Zelda. How many hours do you play a day? Around one or two. Two hours a night? Two when, you, when you shouldn't be doing your homework? Yeah. She doesn't like this it. girl's mother doesn't like more. the game. Because she thinks that you're going brain dead while you're watching it. Maybe you will be brain dead from staring at this thing all the time. No. <laughs> And while we were talking, Mom was watching all this warily. Gets their mind off school when they first come home from school, but then it gets their mind totally off school. So we had to take it away for a while because homework wasn't getting done. Bedtime got pushed aside. What do you mean take it away for a while? I disassembled it and put it in the back of a closet for a while. What do you think I mean? But now you're letting them play again. Not as much. Wait, didn't he kind of sound like Chris Hansen? Yeah, have a seat. He did. I disassembled it and I uh, took it up and put it in the closet where they can't reach it. So we've got the chat logs here. You say, I want to disassemble your Nintendo and ground you. Can you explain what you mean by that? Yes. That's, that's, not, that's not what I said. Well, you're free to leave. <laughs> so they said... What, one to two hours yeah, a day? Yeah, they were saying one to two hours apparently was enough to rot your brain. Wow. So, uh, explains a lot. <laughs> so, like, so, like, the, what, six hours that we spent with well, the first time we played Minecraft, uh, I guess we're brain dead. It's over. Or the, to the sunrise of Destiny raids. Oh, man. When you, when you start hearing birds chirp. When the sun comes up. And you that is so shameful. You still haven't. That oh yeah. So you still haven't. You're still no. When the sun comes up and you got your icebreaker and you're trying to do, trying to do the cheat to get you oh some more Gallahorn shots. Oh man. Oh, to beat Crota. Oh my goodness. All that went over my head. Yeah. I was like, what? When your alarm clock goes off in the morning. Right. And you're <laughs> when your wife comes out of the bedroom oh. and you're on the couch and you're like. It just is, glance over at her. What are you doing up? It and you, so, you try. You know she's you, about to ask you, so you're trying to think. How can I tell her I've already fallen asleep know, and slept for a few hours? Says, and I just woke up. When did you get up? <laughs> uh, Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. They. The science was very behind. Yeah. Back mm -hmm. then, and when they said that the video game violence. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they talking, didn't want to see today. They're talking about stomping on turtles, stomping on 
cartoon mushroom kingdom people that's that well nobody wants to play a video game where you don't have enemies yeah i mean what's it's the, just a staple of video points i mean there's some that work in that way but mm-hmm. for one? it to be competitive well i mean there's some there's some games like uh journey which is really oh okay okay you've got some games that are intertwined is like that they're not classic you have to kill people to progress no man's sky never never, right yes never just kill hills never forget never forget yeah um that game you kill money john what's your feeling after watching this does it make them uh, you know brain dead as you said isn't there a certain amount of imagination that you have to use for this game I think that's true, that it's not just like watching television. You have to use imagination. There are all these ways to handle the games. I think under the right time limits, it's it was fun. two buttons. In fact, I got one while doing the story, and I'm going to keep it. For you, or would you give it to your child? Well, my three-year-old likes kill ducks, kill ducks, and my wife and I stayed up till <laughs> midnight playing That's the name of the game. It. And you don't mind the so-called violence in it, kill ducks, kill ducks? They're animated characters and uh, I just think you have to pay attention and limit the time and it's fine. Now I know how you're spending the holidays watching Nintendo. Playing Nintendo. (laughs) Playing Nintendo. Nintendo. Now on to a much more serious report. Oh, 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 throwing shade. (laughs) Right. Throwing shade in 83. Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. All right, enough of this. This uh, shenanigans here. Let's get to some real stuff. Now we all know. Now all of America knows how you're spending your nights watching Nintendo. It's playing. Yeah. So hashtag clap. Back. I think I think these um, these topics come up in the news cycle every what two to three years. I recently saw a TED talk. That's, that talked about video games, and they were saying how much more your brain is stimulated and able to like deal with situations and multitask yeah. much better by yeah. playing them. Yeah, yeah. Like um, the science behind, you know, ah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the science behind, you know, that your brain will rot. I think it's far behind. I mean, well, that's what they do about, for anything yeah. that's a yeah. new fad. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're gonna do with why, fidget spinners. Why? Why do they always go there? They always go to it's gonna rot your brain. Oh, yeah. Everything's gonna rot your brain. Oh, yeah, Remember when they said standing close to the TV? Yeah. With damn, now they can't. No, it won't. And when iPods yeah. came out, listening to too much music is gonna rot your brain out. Yeah. Who are these people that say these? Now the thing that things. they need to be talking about is the food. That's what's going to ride us out. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> little jack-in-the-box is going to ride us out. We're listening to fake news. Yes. Trick chicken. I took, I took two things away from, from this report. Um, one, that the news is the same and operates the same way. Yeah. And two, that Nintendo's the same and operates the same yes. way. Yeah, yeah. That's basically it. And it's such a parallel to today. And if mm-hmm. they... I remember... I mean, so after that, the controversy was what? Mortal Kombat. About the violence. Right. Which was, that was probably justified. Right, right. The Mortal Kombat was. was. It was violent to be violent. Freaking, yeah. They were. Yeah. Then our, one of our favorite games, GTA, came out. Yeah. That, Never heard yeah. of And Rockstar can't stop selling it. Oh, no. They can't stop. Like. Violence sells. It's still fifty nine ninety nine new. It is. And that doesn't make any sense. That game 
That game is we got that on Xbox 360. Hey, yeah. Yes, the, we did. I just played it yesterday. I, I'm, I'm yeah, they got the gun, gun every runners. month. I'll play yeah. it a couple yeah. times. Yeah, this is another. This could be a show by itself. How Rockstar gets it right. I think they've got it right more than any we other. Need to wrap, we need to wrap that into our topic for next week. Yes. Um, in terms of handling companies handling DLC and microtransactions. That stands for downloadable content. That's the name of the show. Oh, that that's where that comes that from. That is. Just in case you didn't know, it's downloadable content. Yeah, so, so next week we're going to put that together. We're going to talk about microtransactions, uh, how, they, how they benefit gaming, how they hurt gaming. Um, or does it even matter? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we'll get into that for sure. So we got our next show, fellas. Hey, Nintendo lives matter. Mm. And I have to point this out. Me being a big PS4 uh, <clears throat> fan, PlayStation in general, we have talked about Nintendo <laughs> the majority of time on both episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's that. I, I was thinking about that as I was preparing for the show. And I was just like, man, are we really talking about Nintendo as much as we, like, don't necessarily hate Nintendo, but, like, feel as if they are not doing the original gamers right um, by not giving us but they, a lot of the games. Like, they are doing a lot of things really well. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's just so much <clears throat> nostalgia with Nintendo. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm I'm still super pumped about the SNES. Still trying to figure out when that pre-order is going to come. Right, right, right. Because you got to be on that, on top of that all the way. Well, gentlemen, um, we've had a we've talked about a lot about yeah. Nintendo uh, today. I feel like I've learned a lot. Uh, we've we've dealt. I just realized what is on your hat, dude. Like oh, the this, Nintendo oh, doll this whole thing. He has a camouflage <laughs> hat on. And it's got, it's Duck Hunt. It's like a camouflage. Dude, put your hat on. You look weird. It's the Vans. Uh, it's from the Vans Nintendo line. It's the Duck Hunt hat. If Just search that if you want to see it. It's got the Duck Hunt. Yeah, oh, Vans got the shoes, too. It's right? actually, yeah. The, um, it's pretty nice. Nintendo they shoes. got the juice. Yeah. <laughs> OJ. So, Vans, you need to um, sponsor <clears throat> our podcast. Please. Why? They make shoes. I wear your hats every day, Vans. Hey, just call me. Don't they do like uh, make vehicles as well? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We appreciate all the time that you spent listening to us rabble on about video games. Uh, if you want to find more information about who we are, what we do, and just get some more content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagrams. YouTube? Do we have YouTube yet? Uh, YouTube is being in the works. We will about time you hear this. We're 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 gonna be doing a lot of uh, video, video game playing and capturing and stuff like that. So uh, the SoundCloud's up. Oh, you can also find us on SoundCloud as well at DLC Guys. That is DLC Guys, and you can search for us on Facebook, Twitter, social media. Uh, soon on iTunes. SoundCloud soon to be on iTunes and probably Google Play, I, I assume. Uh, find us on RS, RSS feed. Yeah. Wherever RSS. you get your podcast. Yeah. Everywhere. 
Yeah, where, wherever, wherever. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. And just like us, tell your friends, tell your mom, children and babies, all of them. Tell them about DLC, guys. And that's it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we appreciate you. Thank you. Yes. And have a fantastic day. What do you think tribal sovereignty means in the, tri- in the 21st century? And how do we resolve conflicts between tribes and the federal and state governments? Yeah. Uh, tribal sovereignty means that. It's sovereign. It's, you're a, you're a, you've been given sovereignty and you're viewed as a sovereign entity. And therefore, the relationship between the federal government and tribes is one between sovereign entities. What? (laughs) What is that? It's some. It's some thingy that. It's not even. Even. It's not even funny at all. It's just, it's really stupid. Did, the, did your Boston accent just come out? He's just funny at all. At all. <laughs> it's not even really funny at all. At all. At all. At all. I tell you, the socks are really wicked awesome right about now. How about Tom Brady? No, wait, hold on. That was a little. They don't say Tom Brady. They say Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady and the Pats. We're going all the way again this year. Tom Brody. Team Brody. Tom, team Brody. Team Brody. Team Brody. Now, how would somebody from Texas say it? Tom Brady. <laughs>